Our Father and our God, we want to give you all the praise, glory, honor, and adoration. We thank you for the gift of today. We thank you for Messiah, daily devotion. We thank you for bringing us together, Lord. Let the heavens be open over us, even as we listen to your word. Let your word bring us revelation and a blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. Our God. Beloved, we welcome to Mansion Daily Devotional. And today our topic is Emmanuel, God with us. Our focus for the month of July is the abiding presence of God, and we're trying to explore the revelation of the Father God abide with us even forevermore as believers and today we talk about Emmanuel God with us when you read Matthew chapter 1 verse 23 the Bible says as part of the fulfillment of the prophecies concerning the birth of Jesus Christ, it is recorded that Matthew 1.23, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And this is a fulfillment of prophecy which was made in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Isaiah 14, Isaiah 7, 14, the original prophecy read, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. A virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Emmanuel. You will call him Emmanuel, hallelujah. And the name Emmanuel actually means God with us. And there are historical antecedents to this prophecy. The last prophetic writing in the Holy Scriptures as the prophet Malachi. And between the revelation given by Malachi or the prophetic writing of Malachi and the birth of Christ, between these two era was 400 years. It took 400 years after the last prophetic writing for Christ to be born. And that 400 years in biblical history is referred to as 400 years of silence or 400 silent years. Between this time, Bible history misses understand that God was almost silent on the people of Israel. There wasn't any prophecy. There wasn't any revelation it was as if god 
has left his people or he was not with them. Because for 400 years, there was no revelation, there was no prophecy. The presence of God was almost not there. So the theologians refer to that era as 400 silent years. Let me read a little note that I did. Say the time between the last writings of the Old Testament and the appearance of Christ is known as the intertestamental, intertestamental, or between the testament period. So, between the last writings and the birth of Christ, they refer to as the intertestamental period, that a period between the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Bible, uh, the history has it that it lasted from the prophet Malachi's time to the preaching of John the Baptist. And because there was no prophetic word from God during the period from Malachi to John, some refer to it as the 400 silent years. The political, religious, and social atmosphere of Israel changed significantly during this period. Because God was almost absent in that era. The presence of God wasn't felt. There was no word. There was no revelation. There were no dreams about God. And therefore, that makes the name that was given to the son that was born very relevant. For 400 years, nothing was heard of God. God's presence was almost not there. But now God has come to be with his people. Emmanuel, God will do it. It's like God has now come to his people. Hallelujah. He has come into their midst. He has come into their arena, into their realm. His presence has come to be with his people. So, the prophecy made a huge sense and revelation. The birth of Christ broke the period of 400 years of silence. And now God has come to his people. God's presence has come to his people. God has physically come to dwell among his people. Hallelujah. And therefore, all that they lost in these 400 years of his absence, so to speak, have been restored. To look at how John chapter 1 verse 14 declared it. It says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. Now, the silence has been broken. God has come to dwell within them in flesh. 
the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he has come with glory. And he has come with grace. And he has come with truth. Hallelujah. Son of God, what is the relevance to us as believers, New Testament believers? The appearance of Jesus Christ unto mankind broke the dead silence for 400 years. God is not longer far removed from us. God has come to be with men. God has come closer to men. The experience of the Emmanuel has been made a reality. God walked among men in flesh. He has become their Emmanuel. He is with man. And when he came, the Bible says he came with glory. Hallelujah. Meaning there has been a restoration of the glory of God to mankind. The glory that man lost as a result of the sin of man, the sin of Adam in Eden, that glory has been restored. Hallelujah. Number two, he came. The Bible says, full of grace. So, the appearance of the Son, the appearance of the Son of God to man, or the coming of the Son of, man, Son of God into the midst of man, also introduced us to the dispensation of grace. So God's abiding presence, God's presence with us, God with us, Emmanuel, marks the introduction of grace. So between the birth of Christ to his second coming is known in biblical history as the dispensation of grace. Grace has been made available unto man. And since Jesus came until he comes again, man has the privilege of enjoying the grace of God. And this is the last dispensation of man on this earth, the dispensation of grace. It is what is termed the, the last days or the latter years or the latter days. These are the days of grace because God has come to the midst of his people. Hallelujah. And finally, the appearance of God in the midst of his people or the presence of the Emmanuel, God with us, also has brought us truth. There has not been any era or period in the life of mankind where truth has been made available. Now what we have what we call the Holy Scriptures, made up of 66 books of the Bible, that represent the Word of God.
all that God has said and will ever say and wanted to say are all documented. Truth has been made available. Amen. The Bible says, the word became flesh. Truth became flesh and lived amongst us. Jesus, the word, the Holy Scriptures personified, has come to his people. So we have truth. And if you check around you, truth is so available. You have truth in hard copy. You have truth in soft copy. You have truth everywhere. The word of God has been made available because this is the last hour. Amen. And we do not have to take this dispensation for granted, child of God. For God to be with us, cost the Son of God his life, cost him his dignity. The Bible said he condescended, even though he was God, to become a man so that he can come into our midst. To restore the glory of God. To bring us the dispensation of grace. Through his death on the cross. Pay the full price for grace. And also to open the floodgates of truth. Even unto us. That's why he declared, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Truth is now available unto us. Because God has come to dwell with us. So the abiding presence of God with us brings to us these three benefits and these three blessings. One, it brings to us the dispensation of grace. Two, it brings to us the restoration of the fullness of the glory of God. And three, it has brought to us truth in its fullness. That if you take the truth and hold on to it, you can walk on the way and you have life. Life eternal. Meaning when you pass on from this era onto the next one, you enter into eternal glory. Hallelujah. So we live in the best of times and we live in the best of days because God has come to be with us, Emmanuel. And he has brought to mankind the fullness of truth, the fullness of grace, and the fullness of the glory of the Lord. The glory that man lost has been fully restored to us. Hallelujah. And we can enjoy his presence 24 hours a day because God is with us. This morning, I want you to meditate on this. We live in the best of days. We live in the best of days since Adam lost it. The rest of humanity struggled. There were seasons that God appeared. To men, appointed some as prophets to lead them, appointed some as judges to lead them. But we live in the best of days because God is with us, Emmanuel. His presence is with us. 
He has brought the restoration of the glory that we lost. He has brought the fullness of truth. You can assess truth. And He has brought to us the fullness of grace. We live in a dispensation of grace. That is why many of us do things and it seems like we get away with it. Not that God does not see. But somebody has fully paid the price, the fullness of price for us. And that has made grace available. So God can countenance even sin. And when you are a believer in sin and you confess, God forgives and cleanses you with the blood that has been shed and restores you, even as his son and his daughter. This has been made available because of Emmanuel, the God who is with us. And he has brought us the dispensation of grace, restored to us the fullness of truth and the fullness of glory. Now, you can assess truth. The Bible is everywhere. The Word of God is everywhere. The Scriptures are everywhere. And even us, you dare make the boldness of steps to study it. God will continue to reveal Himself unto you. Emmanuel will be in your mix. Emmanuel will be part of your life. Emmanuel, His presence will be with you forever and ever. Hallelujah. Because God has chosen to come into the midst of men. The Bible says the word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory. He came with the glory. And he came full of grace and full of truth. Begin to enjoy the benefit of Emmanuel. God that is with us. And do not take this benefit for granted. For this is the last dispensation. The dispensation of grace. Full of every blessing that God ever bestowed on man. Which Adam lost. Have been fully restored. What we call the Tetelestal blessing. Have been fully restored to us. Because Emmanuel, God, has come. To be with us. Beloved, enjoy God's abiding presence and know that God is with you and He is with you. And the evidence of it is the grace that you enjoy, the truth that you have, and the glory that He has restored to you. Begin to pray and thank the Lord this morning. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to bless you and thank you, O God. For this powerful revelation, Emmanuel God with us, the 400 years of silence was broken. And Father, you chose to come to dwell amongst men through your Son Jesus Christ. And you brought to us a dispensation of grace. You brought to us the fullness of truth. And you are restored to us the fullness of glory. May we have the heart to meditate on this word. And as you meditate, may you reveal more and more unto us and help us, O Lord, to take advantage of these blessings that are available unto us because of Emmanuel, the God who has come to the midst of his people.
We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Beloved, if you are sick, put your hand where you are sick as you pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Christ came to heal and to restore the sick and the afflicted, the broken hearted. And we speak in his name, even in the name of Jesus. And we set the captives free this morning in Jesus' name. We heal the sick in the name of Jesus. We restore the afflicted, the broken hearted in the name of Jesus. Father, I stretch from my hand to God. And I send forth your word of healing to every hospital across the nations of the world. Father, touch the life of those who are gasping for their last breath. Restore hope and restore health and restore strength. Even in Jesus' mighty name, child of God, believe in the word that has been sent to you through these prayers and begin to rise up from your sick bed. For it is written concerning you by his stripes, you are healed. Let your healing be permanent. Even as you share your testimony in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You will not, as usual, end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. If you haven't done so, shall you pray this prayer of salvation with me and allow Jesus to come into your heart and make you his own? So that your sins will be forgiven and you will be restored to godliness. Pray this prayer with me if you are willing. Dear Father, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I repent of all my sins. I know Jesus died for my sins and I also acknowledge that he was raised for my justification. Dear Jesus, I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please come into my heart, make me your own, and help me to live for you for the rest of my life. If you have prayed this prayer, we all shout amen with you. The Bible says one soul is saved, even angels in heaven. Angels in heaven. Angels in heaven rejoice. And as they are rejoicing, we want to admonish you to take these few steps so that you can consolidate this life of salvation. First of all, you need to join a Bible-believing church and take that place as your place of worship. It's your family of the kingdom of God on earth and be committed and dedicated to that church number two let them baptize you in water as jesus has directed us three let them pray for you to receive the holy spirit baptism very important without the holy spirit infilling of your life it will be difficult to really walk the talk of the christian life and four you see that submit yourself to the church's discipleship class let them teach you so that you grow in the knowledge of God and become strong. And last but not the least, submit yourself to daily 
devotional life, meaning every day spend some time with the Lord, with the Father, with the Lord Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit. You do that by reading your Bible and praying, committing yourself into a sense and praying for all other issues in your life. As you do that, you grow in the Lord. May the Lord bless you for receiving Him and making this all-important decision in your life. You will be established and you will never go back to the world. In Jesus' name, Amen. Shall we share the benediction, child of God? May the Lord reveal Himself unto you as Emmanuel. May His presence abide with you. May the blessings of Emmanuel, the blessings of grace, the blessing of glory, and the blessing of restoration of truth be your portion. Today, may the Lord watch over you and your family. May He cause His grace to abound unto you. May His abiding presence make you better. And may He cause you to scale every height. And may you become what He has destined you to be. I declare you blessed and highly favored in Jesus' name. Amen.